0: I am 100% willing to suspend my disbelief for this science fiction show about the entire earth being moved and turned into a rocket because that's the point of it. It's a really cool premise. I like to see how it plays out and and what this movie is going to be about. So I have no issues with what would probably be the more unbelievable thing, but on a very low, low level, this guy just paid using a barcode on his chest. And that's the dumbest damn thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Only people of this height can pay for anything in our economy. Because that's where the scanner is. you know, Put a barcode on someone's hand or something mobile, right? Put a barcode on a chunk of plastic in their pocket. But you can't put it on their damn chest and have the scanner fixed to the wall at the same time. That means kids can't pay for anything. Old people can't pay for anything. People who are too tall can't pay for anything. Unless everybody is exactly the same height, you're gonna have all sorts of payment problems. So that's that's the only dumb thing I've seen so far. Crouching down or jumping up to, oh, here maybe I'll be tall enough to pay for anything. And now to drive trucks, you need two orbs. It seems like uh, this version of the future, everything has gotten radically less user-friendly and way more complicated. On a reverse note, I love that the Russians got a little moonshine pouch on (laughs) his. They built a moonshine pouch into his spacesuit. It's fantastic. I've got to read the book. It seems like most of the action going on in this movie is all these different units trying to get these cores to these engines to restart the engines. Now, I do understand that this is like a backup contingency, unforeseen happenstance that all these engines would go out at the same time. But... (laughs) Why the hell did they put all these cores so f- so far away from the only things... The, the only purpose these cores serve is to start the engines. And every single freaking one of them is hundreds of miles away from every other engine. Why? Why do you have to mobilize the entire species to put these cores in these engines? Why weren't the cores at the engines? Why isn't there backup storage core in every single engine? I respect the author of the book a lot and I believe that there is a reason for this in the story. I don't trust movie makers as much because they have to do in two hours what an author can do in like a week's worth of reading time. So. They have to cut corners, and I worry that they cut a corner that makes the whole plot of this movie ridiculous, having been removed. But I don't know. I don't know. I have to keep watching. I'll give it a chance. So for the first two-thirds of this movie, character after character is doing some stupid, selfish thing that is going to doom themselves, their family, their friends, all of humanity. All for the sake of staying alive for the next, like, five minutes. Then for the last third of this movie, not a single human on earth is willing to accept that hey we've got a plan that might work every single person is like ah, uh, yeah f it no just give up we're all gonna kill ourselves it's over we're not gonna try anything new we're done they won't even consider it and by the way the people that she's talking to are the rescue units that just spent like the, the entire the most monumental human effort in the history of our species desperately trying to save the planet, igniting 5,000 massive fusion engines across the planet that all got shut down while it's negative 80 degrees Celsius outside with shifting tectonic plates, loss of atmosphere. And they're like, yeah, we can fight through this. Oh, no, it didn't work. Hey, I've got an idea. Nah, shut up, shut up. It didn't work. We're done. Maybe they're just tired. The final words of the kind of space station AI before its inevitable demise where it says it is unreasonable to expect humans to behave reasonably was my absolute favorite line mostly because all my griping with this movie I'll just accept that they have 12,000 mega engines running on fusion that's fine I'll 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 buy that because I need to otherwise the whole movie wouldn't work but consistently ridiculously illogical human behavior of the, on the part of the characters is what annoyed me in this movie so i'm 100 on the robot side and that was my favorite line it is completely unreasonable to expect humans to scare. i feel like the book would be a really great read so i've read um other books by him and uh, to put things in perspective for an American audience, China already knows who this guy is. He's a fantastic fiction writer. China and a lot of people here too, but if you haven't heard of him, I would compare him to the the Chinese Michael Crichton. He writes really, really good, like heavily researched kind of pseudoscience books, which makes him really fun. Puts a lot of effort into making the story as scientifically plausible in as on face value ridiculous and implausible a premise Kinda like Crichton, bringing dinosaurs back to life and having time travel, this guy does ball lightning and uh, mobile Earth. So like really ambitious, audacious science fiction, but with the effort to try and make it somewhat believable or, or use some science rules to base a tiny proportion of these crazy, ridiculous stories in some brief piece of fact. So that's what makes it more respectable to me. And that's why I enjoyed it so much. There's tons in this movie that I poke fun at, but I do that with every movie. I do that with movies that I like. I thought this one was super fun because I, it was very, it was unpredictable to me and not in a way where I'm like, oh, that's just some stupid sci-fi thing they're going to do. It was more like, oh, wow, that is a ambitious play for this story. I love it. So uh, I recommend it.